Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have Smiley Kylie Ray. Chris, what's up? What is up, bro? Um, a little impromptu interview. Thanks for making time in your day, Chris. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. thank you, Kylie, for making uh, for right. making some time. You know, right. healing up that injury, and uh, as promised, after her trip to Japan, she. She uh, talked with us for a little bit, and uh, that was pretty cool. I did kind of feel bad because she has one arm of use, although mm-hmm. she's just been like still killing it in the gym. She made an appearance at Freelance. She made an appearance. At, like nothing has stopped her, so I figured, yeah, let's go through with the interview because <laughs> you know, right? She'll still probably be fine. Um, but yeah, you want to get into? The- <laughs> let's jump right in then. <laughs> Chris, we are now on the line with Kylie Ray. Kylie, how's the arm doing? Um, it's doing a lot better than uh, the day after surgery. So it's still a little sore, but nothing compared to uh, last Friday because that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, we saw you at Freelance on Friday. You seem to be doing pretty well. Um, I was masking the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You had to, right? Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a little rough, but. Um, I'm just glad that it's taken care of now. Um, I think the the first night sleeping on it was definitely the hardest, but um, uh-huh. it's just getting there. So I'm feeling pretty optimistic about the recovery time. Great. Um, and when, this is a question I was probably going to ask later, but when do you think the recovery time would be? What is the timetable? Well, what's funny is when I first, um, I first got checked out in Japan, and they they did x-rays on me and it's kind of hard because there was a language barrier so we were <laughs> using we were using google translate on our phone and not everything was being translated uh properly so yeah. he initially told me that i might need surgery but i might not and then he said my recovery time would be six months um but then when i got back here uh to chicago i went and saw a doctor uh, like the day after I got home, and he told me I do need surgery, and he said that the recovery time would probably be closer to about three months. So I was very happy about that. That's great. They cut it right yeah. in half with a second analysis. Right. It's better but, um, than hearing three months initially, and then it ends up being like six months. So I'm I'm really glad they told me six months first, and it comes to be only three months. Yeah, right. for sure. Uh, but before, so we start off this right away with with injury because we're worried about you. We want you to be back uh, for, for, to full health. But let's talk a little bit about your experience in Japan. Like, uh, how were those initial matches, and you know, the leading to uh, to the unfortunate injury that that cut that visit short. Um, it was honestly like even aside from the injury, it was probably, if not the best experience of my life. It was definitely probably top five because. Um, just the culture alone, just being over there was, um, it was just a once in a lifetime experience. And then being over there wrestling, it just adds right. to it. And, uh, uh, the first, or I think the second day we were there, we got to go to training and we had a seminar with Dr. Wagner and I love oh, Lucia. Yes. <laughs> like, like, Lucia <laughs> is like, 
one of my favorite uh, styles, especially living down in Texas. Like, there were so many Lucia shows there, so I really got to take advantage of that. Um, so being there and uh, getting to learn from them was just, it was just so much fun. Um, so the training was amazing. Then the food was um, definitely very good. Uh, not what I'm used to, but it ended up being really good. I was a little nervous because I'm kind of a picky <laughs> eater. Um, but yeah, I think the, the third day we were there, we had our first show. Um, everything was, uh, it was a lot of fun, except it kind of sucked because Kikio got hurt the first day. Right. Um, so it just seemed like this entire tour has been, I don't want to say cursed with injuries, but it's just been pretty unfortunate because uh, with Delilah and Shafi not even be able, being able to make the trip because of their injuries, and then Kikio got hurt the first day, and she didn't even have a chance to wrestle. Um, so that was really upsetting because I know she was very excited to um, to be wrestling in Japan because she's uh-huh. just such a huge fan of the Japanese style. Um, and then I got hurt the third match so the the first night we had two shows there was a day show and then a night show um I think I got to wrestle two of the young girls which was pretty fun uh and then the third show was in Corkin and it was a three-on-three and it was me Britt and Dust against um Jungle and then I forget the other two girls names I'm not quite able to pronounce them but I think that was the most fun it sucks that that was the match that I got injured in because that was the most fun that I had in a match over there it was just mm. it was cool tagging with Britain Dust I've been wanting to work with them for like a long time um I had worked against Dust but I didn't get the opportunity to uh to tag with her so we were um we were just coming up with spots like you know the entire night before and just like nice. throwing ideas off of each other um it was just it was a lot of fun and being able to wrestle in Corkin was uh, yeah. <laughs> overwhelming because you know you always hear stories about it and then you finally get to do it and it's just it was um yeah it was definitely I was speechless to say the least yeah I'm noticing because I'm trying to watch every G1 match right now and it's yeah. very difficult I'm behind but I'm noticing all the shows that take place in Corkin the crowd is just obviously it's more intimate than their other venues, yeah. but it's just it's so much rowdier as well than the other yeah. shows. That Did you feel that? Did you was it intimate? Was it rowdy? As rowdy as I guess a Japanese crowd can be because they more admire it than yell like we do. But yeah, it's just it's so funny. I'm glad somebody had warned me before I went over there, and then just like watching Japanese wrestling, I was kind of able to tell that you know they're not um, they just react differently. So, um, had had I had no idea, I would have went over there and thought I just like kind of like stunk up the place because they don't. There's like no chance or anything. Um, It's almost like a sign of respect. Like they 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 wait for you to like finish um, like your entire spot basically, and then they clap as like a sign of appreciation or a sign of respect. Like, oh, good job. Um, So they wait until the entire your entire um, spot is over, and that's that's when they do that so um yeah I think Corican was definitely they were they were reacting a little um a little bit more and a little louder than the the first show that we were at so uh it was exciting too because we were going against the uh their trios champion too um so uh, I think that uh our match was a little bit higher stakes as well I think uh the fans were a little bit more emotionally involved 
Um, okay. And like they they love Britt Baker over there too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that helped with us too. And then like I do this whole like you know smiley gimmick, and I have like the basically like the anime face <laughs> on my ear, and anime is like huge over there. So that might have helped too. But it, yeah, it was it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to ask because did you wear any Pokemon gear over there? My first. Uh, my first match, I wore the Charmander. Uh, I wanted to wear the. Okay. I had planned on wearing the Pikachu my fourth match, but then I didn't get to <laughs> to, um, to work my my fourth match. But um, I was gonna wear it for Corkin too. But um, we were it was a three on three, so we wanted our um, our tag our tag team to kind of match, and we all had black yeah. and silver gear. So um so i wore that but i definitely i brought the pikachu and i had it planned on wearing it but i just didn't get a chance to can i ask about the and you know i'm just a huge pokemon mark so don't think i'm like over analyzing your gear or anything i might be <laughs> but i want to ask about like the faces that are the chris and i were talking i mean you you grew up in the 90s i'm sure the yeah. the character named Face on Nickelodeon. Do you remember him? Yes. Doesn't my it, my gear like my new gear looks like it? Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly the reference we 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 thought of. Well, and, and me, my lack of knowledge in Pokemon you know, <laughs> is apparent. But uh, I was like, that does not look like a Pokemon gear. Um, so what I guess where Charlie was going with that is like, can you talk a little bit about that? that yeah. That what is that face? The new design, so I have it on, um, let's see, I have white, and then I think I'm getting, uh, I think I had purple done too. I, I only wore the purple ones, but it's basically just the face. Have you guys seen the t-shirt the that I come out in? How I, it's like the cartoon version of me? Yes, the yeah. white t-shirt, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh -huh. it's just that face. Like, <laughs> it's the face of me, like the cartoon version of me. That's okay. the face that's here um but basically what i wanted was uh to kind of steer uh steer away from the pokemon just because of you know copyright um yeah well you know just things like that in case i'm ever you know in a situation where i can't use pokemon you know it's, it's just good to have that other set of gear and because you're yeah. just such a rising star I mean, you don't want to show up the wrong face of the cameras, and then you're, you know, you're getting the copyright infringement or letter in the mail. I didn't know how to word it. I was just like, I meant like in, <laughs> in the future, in case I'm ever in a situation. Like that. Right. But thank you. <laughs> can we, uh, can we, uh, really quickly, can we backtrack on food in Japan? I just know you're a big foodie. Um, we can always. I, <laughs> usually order conservatively too when it comes to sushi and so i'm like av straight avocado rolls california rolls were they throwing some like weird eel and crazy sauce stuff at you like was it just really extravagant over there well what's funny is that like i had told because dust is actually a picky eater as well and okay. i think she might even be a little bit more picky pickier than me so we would kind of give each other the eye like is, is this okay <laughs> He, like well, while we were out to eat because like, we didn't want to be rude or like offend anyone right. but we had already like basically established hey neither of us like seafood so we didn't even they didn't even bother taking us to a seafood place 
It was more so like um, I think we had I think we had ramen one of the nights. It was we we kind of uh, they tailored it more so to like me and Dallas, so we were able to get like um, beef or something that had chicken. Uh, so it was very nice of them to trying to stay away from restaurants that had a lot of seafood. I just I I don't really like the texture of seafood for some reason. So uh, okay. I didn't get to have any sushi. Thanks the Lord. <laughs> Everybody like gets on me and they, they're like, we can't believe you don't like sushi and blah, blah, blah. I hear it's good, but I just, I know I've tried it once and it was like chicken. They use chicken instead of seafood, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. I just like, I've tried crawfish, like living down in Texas. It was, it's not bad. It's just not something that I would order. I'm a big like sweets person. So like, we could talk about the sweets in Japan because I ate a lot of that. <laughs> Go for it. I want to hear. Um, they have like, I think it's called matcha. Like they have like um, this okay. green tea, little, uh, like it's basically like circles of ice cream type, but they use it like, I think it's like made out of rice. And it's like, it's so weird too, because a lot of their desserts are green tea flavored desserts. Which sounds mm-hmm. like not that good, but it's it's pretty good. Um, like even like the mm-hmm. ice cream, they have green tea flavored ice cream, uh, green tea flavored Kit Kats. So they have a lot of Kit Kats over there. I actually brought home Kit Kats that are sake flavored, and I'm still scared to try them. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those are yeah, just gonna expire on your shelf. Yeah, right. <laughs> Probably it's more so just decoration. <laughs> Great. Um, so let's talk about. Yeah, so you now you have a bum arm. Was the flight back just just a, a terrible experience or it was horrible. So the flight uh, to Idolay and Korea and South Korea, I think, um, for about four hours. So the flight to Korea was I think two hours, then a four hour layover. Then I had a fourteen hour flight back to Chicago. And somehow which something told me not to choose the window seat. Um, I usually prefer an aisle seat, um, but I chose a window seat because I was like, oh, I'll be able to lean up against the window and get some, uh, get some sleep. But the woman next to me didn't really know, um, boundaries. (laughs) So (laughs) she was just, (laughs) I'm trying to put this nicely. Um, yeah. So, you know, just every hour or so bumping into me, she would drop something and, kind of shoved me. I think she nudged my arm, which was my bad arm, uh, at least four times throughout the trip. Oh, no, this sounds and, like, like you, a you could, plant. <laughs> like, like, you could tell I there's something wrong with, like, my collarbone area because I'm wearing the brace, yeah. but she just, I don't know, man. She was an older woman, so I don't know if, um, I have no idea. It was horrible, though. It took everything in me not to, not to snap off a little bit but I cut my composure and I made it home and I was just so happy to be back in Chicago because I was in a lot of pain like it's breaking your collarbone is is horrible and I like I snapped it like it wasn't just like a a fracture it was um yeah it was snapped in half so um and then the the doctors in Japan I don't know if it's because I just wasn't a citizen or what but they basically just sent me on my way with like an eight, you know, an eight pack of like ibuprofen. So oh, wow. <laughs> I was taking like ibuprofen, which was not helping at all. And um, I didn't exactly know what uh, what I needed to be done, like 
with my collarbone yet. Like all I saw was the right. x-ray. So I was still uh, just overwhelmed with all of that. I wanted to know exactly what I needed to do, what the recovery time would be, whether I needed mm-hmm. surgery or didn't need surgery. So, um, and then it, it just sucks because getting hurt is just horrible because, you know, I, I had a lot of stuff coming up, which I think that was like the hardest part about it, which was, um, there's never a good time to get injured, but this, I think mm-hmm. I picked like the absolute worst time to, to get injured. <laughs> just have really good luck. Right. Um, did that interfere with uh, you going down to, to Mexico to DTU? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which was probably one of the hardest things because I'd always wanted to wrestle in Mexico. That was definitely um, mm-hmm. probably one of the top two things on my bucket list. Uh, I'm like a huge, huge fan. Like I said before, huge fan of Lucha Libre. Um, I love all the high flying, um, high flying stuff. It's I can't necessarily do it as well as everyone else, but I like to try. <laughs> yeah, for it's sure. It's fun. Um, but yeah, so I was I was set to leave on the 11th and. Um, yeah, they, they found, uh, Miranda's actually replacing me, I believe. So, um, okay. I'm really excited for her because I know she had been wanting to go down for a while too. So, um, if anybody were to replace me, I'm just, I'm glad it's Miranda. So hopefully, you know, when I come back and I'm all better, then I'll have the opportunity to go to Mexico again. But right now it just wasn't in the cards for me. Right. Um, and as a positive, right the show of support i know chris is telling me about um like an awesome poster you received and uh yeah, how was everyone... that welcome back like, mm-hmm. you know how were you received uh you had a custom uh get well card that's what yeah mm-hmm. and it was huge it was it, i think it was like three feet by two feet or something like, it wasn't just a small yeah. card it was a huge mm-hmm. custom made card with like pictures of me wrestling on it it was um as soon as I walked in the door, I started crying because I was just, mm-hmm. I don't think it was because I was tired. I think it was just because I was that, I was just that happy. Like there were flowers and then um, I got uh, a gift filled with like, the. I love the Lemon Larry protein cookies. So it was just filled with all of that and like Pokemon fruit snacks. And um, nice. it was just, I don't know. It's hard getting injured, but when you do get injured, you realize how many people uh, just love and support you. And I think that's what's honestly made this injury so much easier on me because it was, mm-hmm. it was tough, like just mentally and physically um, going through this was, there was nothing easy about it, but seeing how many people uh, reached out to me and, and not just once or twice, like they continuously reach out to me and just uh, send positive vibes and, uh, you know, truly like, care about my my well-being and that right. helped me tremendously so um seeing that it just really um kind of tugged at the the heartstrings because i <laughs> never in a million years would have thought anybody would do that for me and it was it was just really cool it, it made me really happy um there's this, this guy up here isaiah Velasquez. he's a wrestler and he kind of him and matt Nix kind of like put this whole thing together and you know Isaiah like ran around all weekend trying to get everybody to sign it, like going to different shows and whatnot. And like they sent out messages and it was just, it was really cool. So, um, cause I go like way back with them and they've known me since I first started. So they really take care of me and it's, it was amazing. That's awesome to hear. And no time off, right. You've, you're in the gym still. 
Um, so I don't know how you're doing that. Can you explain how you're just, is it just habit to, to go into the gym every day, even with a broken collarbone? I think I'm like a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> a, like bit. A, friendly, a friendly psychopath. Um, I, that was one of the first questions, first questions I had asked the doctor, um, like right out of surgery. Like I was like, Hey, like when can I go to the gym? And, um, cause you guys know I eat a lot. So I need to <laughs> be able to work it off. Sure. Um, so he, he told me, so I had my surgery on Thursday. He told me to wait until Monday to start doing cardio. And the only cardio he wanted me to do is use the bike. So naturally, I waited until Friday <laughs> and started doing the stairs instead of the bike. Um, so yeah, I kind of broke the rules a little bit. Um, but I just feel like you know your body better than um, better than anybody else. And I had told myself if anything starts to hurt like way too much, then I'm um, I'll leave and I'll I'll rest. But I just I needed. I needed to get that in me because um, yeah. I don't know. It's just once you're used to working out all the time, you kind of just, it, it's just habit at that point. And um, yeah, I've been to the gym every day since I all, I started lifting lightweight, um, not on with the bad, the bad arm. I've mostly been doing um, like leg workouts and um, uh like bicep curls or tricep extensions, extensions with my other arm. So I haven't tried to do anything with the bad arm yet, but I have my follow-up appointment on Friday, and I'm hoping he's going to be like, okay, you're all cleared. You can get back in the ring. But <laughs> that's very optimistic of me, so we'll see what he actually says. But I feel good. I honestly do. Overall, um, it hasn't even been a week since surgery, and I'm – uh, I don't even have the sling on right now. I've been icing it every day, and I'm taking uh, aminos and BCAAs and fish oils. Oh, I researched this, like, hard. <laughs> I was like, what is going to give me back the fastest? Give me all the foods to eat. Give me the rehab exercises, any yeah. supplements. And I've been doing that every single day. So I, I feel pretty good right now. <laughs> Or I'm just going to go back and the doctor's going to be like, yeah, you ruined everything. We need to do surgery again. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's good that you're, you know, you're taking it slow, but you feel confident enough to, to try some things, but definitely play it safe. Uh, you know, I think three months, it's, it's a reasonable time. So yeah. let's not rush that. Uh, we want right. Kylie back, you know, 100%. Uh, thank you. I, I think it's natural too for athletes to like, cause we were talking to Gringo Loco and he like, well, we heard the story where he had like a cardiac arrest mm -hmm. and then like weeks later he was like wrestling matches. <laughs> so it's like, it, it, that's just a natural for an athlete to like want to get back on the field and help the team and be a part of everything. So. Oh, absolutely. And you might like, like nothing about wrestling is easy. And there's times where you really like, you might get frustrated or really down about it. And, you know, you, you have those thoughts where it's just like, oh, man, I, don't, I just don't feel like doing this today. Like, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm sore. I'm tired. But then the moment that you get this taken away from you, it's like a switch and everything changes. And you're like, what can I do to get back as fast <laughs> as I can? Because, like, it's like 
a love-hate relationship at times. Like, well, they say the highs in wrestling are really high, but the lows are truly low. And it's true. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes it sucks. But other times it's, excuse my French, but fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. At least from what I've heard. So let's talk about a high. Um, when was it? Where, what day is it? Last Friday, freelance wrestling. You were able to make an appearance and, yeah. you know, cause a little distraction to an arch nemesis of yours. And then he got rolled up. How did that feel? Can you describe that experience and how it made you feel to kind of, you know, get one back on GPA? Um, and I feel like it's been a long time coming because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> after what he did to me uh, at the previous show, it was, it was a little rough. I trusted him, uh, which right. uh, why I did, I have no idea. Uh, as I mean, history tends to repeat itself. So I, again, I, I'm not sure why I trusted him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he, I'm not going to say two rounds make a right, but I, I think this was something it was well-deserved. I mean, you saw him kind of, right just doing cheap stuff to Thunder Rosa and Thunder Rosa is my girl. So anything I could do to, to help her, especially if it means, you know, screwing over GPA <laughs> in the meantime, I would love to do that. And I would love to do it again. So I'm really yeah. hoping that when I come back, I have, uh, I have another shot at him because uh, I mean, that match was, it was just so much fun and it was, it was amazing being in there. So, um, I know it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Um, but right. I don't think, uh, I would give him the chance to, or even the opportunity to do something like that again. So I'm, I'm really hoping that's, that's like the main reason why I'm trying to rush this recovery right now is because I would just want to have that rematch. Right. So the goal is beat up GPA. The goal yeah. to recovery is of GPA. Yeah, forever and always. <laughs> That's the goal. From a friend's perspective, just uh, what did it share? Like, what? Because GPA came out to to your theme song, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was, you know, pulling all his stunts or whatever. But when you actually came through the curtain, and we heard that Pokemon song, uh, the crowd went crazy. Like people, grown men around me were like jumping up and down. Yes, uh, myself. It was it was it was great. So just even to know that you know you walking through that curtain, you know, just up there in stage, this GPA being a crucial part to that match and having that, um, what it seems like forever uh, ongoing storytelling mm-hmm. uh, between you and GPA. I yeah. think that's awesome. So thank yeah. you from a fan perspective here, um, you know, for bringing that that joy. It was. Um, I think that moment meant more to me than uh, than it did to the crowd, just because. Um, I mean, I was I was one day after after surgery, and I was feeling I was in. I know you guys said that you, you couldn't tell, but I was I was in a lot of pain, and um, you know I was starting to. I think injuries kind of take a toll on uh, on people, especially mentally, and I was I was feeling a little down. So uh, being in front of the freelance crowd like freelance is home to me and it always has and it always will be um so i sent out a tweet like later that evening or maybe the next day just saying that um being out in front of the crowd 
that night was, it just reminded me of every reason why I even started wrestling to begin with. So um, that's why I know it meant a lot to the crowd, but it meant even more to me. And like, I can't thank like all of you guys enough for just always supporting me and um, just making me believe in myself. Like even when I don't believe in myself. So it, it just, it means so much to me. That was very well said. And I think that, I mean, I've never broken my collarbone, uh, but I think that a key to like your injury, because you you have a lot more time on your hands, right? It's a lot of time just sitting and healing when you're not in the gym. Um, I think a lot of what's going to help is just like going to these events or just still like staying involved or, or things of that nature. Are there any upcoming that maybe you were booked on? that you're still planning on visiting or is there anywhere that fans can, at least in the Chicagoland area, can see you? Are you going to any, maybe Zella, Warrior Wrestling, anything of that nature? Yes, um, I will be at Warrior uh, September 2nd. Second. Right, yeah, cause all in is September 1st. So um, right. I'll be uh, at Warrior September 2nd. Um, I'm hoping to be at AW. I know they're running the 30th and the 31st. I'm not sure which date I will be there, but I know I'll be there okay. for one of the dates. Um, and then uh, Freelance is the 24th. I'm definitely going to be at, I'm going to be at every Freelance show from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> so if Freelance well, is happening, I'm going to be there. That's just, right. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Yeah, be. I mean, feel free to bring out the merch. I'm sure, uh, you know, the fans would want to support you in, in, in that way. So. That's a good point. I think it's time to take advantage of us and, and get some merch out there. <laughs> I, don't, I never know. Like, if people, like, the first time I got shirts made, I printed, like, four shirts because I was like, oh, I don't <gasps> think anybody's buying my shirt. <laughs> 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 it's just, I don't know. It's just so funny. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll bring my merch to the next show. I'm really bad with that because I just never think anybody's going to, like, buy it. And then, <laughs> Uh, so I appreciate you telling me that because now I'm I'm gonna have to get more shirts made. <laughs> I think last time we spoke to you, we said coming soon prowrestlingtees.com backslash Kylie Ray. I don't know if that's a thing yet, but now's the time. <laughs> now's the time. Maybe drop a new T-shirt design. Um, I, you got a little well, bit I'm more time in your hands. So. I'm in the process of getting an, a new T-shirt design made. So. Um, contacted them like a week ago and he's working on it right now he said he should have it within the next few days so he's super talented he um his i think his instagram is at captain marvelous so he um he's drawn something for me before and it just it looks so cool he's like super talented so i can't wait to see what the new design is going to look like and as soon as he sends it to me i'm going to post it and hopefully i can get those shirts by the next freelance show and I'll get awesome. black shirts. I'm not going to get white shirts again because I got those so dirty. <laughs> like, every time I went to the ring, I got them very dirty. So nobody really likes white shirts. Yes. Make sure you um, get enough. And then also like XLs are appreciated. I still have that large beat up GPA t-shirt that I'm barely fitting into. Fighting the battle <laughs> okay. of the bulge on a daily basis. So XLs, double XLs, maybe even a triple. Those are all appreciated. Yeah. Okay. All right. I promise. XLs, double XLs, and larges too. <laughs> Great. Chris, do you have anything else? Um, all I have to say is thank you for, for taking the time, obviously, yeah. during the, 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 the recovery time that, that you have right now. Um, and just just for being so open with the fans and, uh, True. you know, 
again, going back to that uh, that that greeting card or that get well card and you taking the time to individually thank everybody that signed that card. I think I told you that speaks volumes of uh, of the person that you are and um, us as fans appreciate that and kind of, you know, makes more of a connection. So we're all, again, hoping for that speedy recovery. Oh, thank you so much. No, I remember, um, yeah, we talked on Twitter a little bit and what you said to me, like, it's just, I, I don't know, reading everybody who wrote something on the card and then just people messaging me in general, it was, it, it I don't think people realize how much it's helped me. So um, if I could take that time out to, you know, send you guys a message, like, it's, I wish I could do, like, I would love to do so much more than that. So it's just a little token of uh, how much it meant to me. So again, I appreciate it. Great. Well, just think of it as a small bump in the road. And um, all of your handles, et cetera, uh, you know, your future pro wrestling tees URL, we'll put that all in the description and uh, article, <laughs> et cetera. Uh, but Kylie, just really so, thank you so much for your time and talking to us with a bum shoulder. And we'll see you soon. And there's good times ahead. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Every time you guys have me on. <laughs> so you guys have a good day. And I look forward to seeing you guys again. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my cause.